Hi, this is Mark, and thank you so much for joining me on Words of Truth today. The Bible says in James chapter 4 and verse 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Contrary to the wisdom of the media or science, you know, a belief in the devil is widespread in our world. Did you know that? Even amongst the elite or well-educated and women and men of the world, and sometimes people who live closest to the earth, since the devil's influence the most. Well, I'm thinking about a farm farmhand who often went hunting with a man who owned the farm. And one time the landowner said to his farmhand, You know, Joe, you always talk about how the devil bothers you, but he never seems to bother me. How do you explain this? Joe thought for a minute and he said, Well, you know when we go hunting and a flight of ducks comes in over the blind? You always send the dog after the ones that are wounded because, you know, the dead won't, dead ones won't go anywhere. Well, Joe said, I guess I'm still wounded and fighting, and the devil knows you're just plain spiritually dead. <laughs> wow, how true is that? The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, in addressing the churches this letter was sent to, quote, And you are dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. You see, <clears throat> if a person has never confessed their sins to God, and if they've never invited Jesus to forgive them and have never accepted his free gift of forgiveness and eternal life, well, they're still dead in their trespasses and sins. And why would the devil want to harass a dead person? Now, if you count yourself as one of those still doing battle with the devil, whether it's at work or in your home or with your friends or your you're discouraged or with your friends who are encouraging you to go along with the crowd or in your thought life, well, then you're one who's still alive in Christ, but probably wounded. And the devil is trying to take you down. And in that case, you need to know how to fight spiritually. Well, you say, well, how do I know if I'm being attacked by the devil? Well, that's a good question that a lot of people, they don't even consider. They think their depression or anxiety or their tendency to worry or their sinful thought life or their addiction is just, well, a part of life. Or it's just like an addiction or mental illness when the reality is that followers of Christ are always being attacked by the enemy who is trying to defeat us and discourage us and make us ineffective in our service for Christ. Now, I do believe in mental illness. 
And a lot of people have mental illness. And I do believe people get sick with cancer and other illnesses. But I also believe that many things that we struggle with today, including depression and anxiety and worry and suicidal thoughts and many addictions, are an attack from the enemy that we have the ability to defeat. You see, none of us who know Christ are simply at the mercy of Satan. Because we possess the power of God to help us win over our spiritual foes. Peter described our foe as an enemy. He identifies him in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 as one who prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And then Peter goes on to give us some advice on how to respond when he said, Be self-controlled and alert. Now, I've read stories of people who live in areas where there are mountain lions. And sometimes these lions will attack unsuspecting people, either killing them or mauling them severely. Now, if you walk through those areas where you know that mountain lions live, well, you tend to be more alert and watchful, realizing that mountain lions have far better sight and smell than you do. You see, danger intensifies your responses, and it's the same way spiritually speaking. Now, the half-brother of Jesus was the Apostle James, and he was able to witness the whole drama of good and evil being played out when Jesus went to the cross. Therefore, he wrote in his book, James chapter 4 and verse 7, that we as believers should submit to God and resist the devil. Well, what does it mean to resist? The word resist is a combination of two Greek words that literally mean to stand against something or someone. It's also translated as oppose or to hold your ground. Are you getting the picture? In other words, when the devil comes along and tries to hinder you or persecute you or discourage you and overwhelm you in any way in an attempt to block your path, whether it be in your home, in your personal life, or at work. The first step is to resist the devil. Just recognize it for what it is. It's a spiritual attack. But realize that resistance is not passive, it's active. You see, when you take a stand against the devil, you're entering into a spiritual battle. It means that you refuse to yield and you aggressively speak out for your rights. Now, this isn't just like a protest, like what we see today when people protest against what they perceive as a wrong. But it's actively taking a stand, like Rosa Parks did when she refused to leave her bus seat at the front of the bus and move to the back. It's saying to the devil, I have my right to be here and I'm not going to go anywhere. And James goes on to talk about how our, resi our, our resistance is effective when he said the devil will flee from you. You see, the enemy simply cannot have his way with us when we stand firm in the power of God. And by the way, it's not in our own power that we stand. And it's not in our own name that we resist. 
but we resist the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ, who has already defeated the enemy on the cross. And the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. So it's upon his name and based upon his word that gives us our rights that we stand firm. And the, and the devil knows he's a defeated foe. But do we know it? If we do know that, then we can easily defeat him when we stand firm in the name and in the word of Jesus Christ. You see, the greater your knowledge of the enemy, the more effective you'll be in your defense. And that's why successful military leaders study history and the strategy of warfare down through the ages. More than one battle has been won because one general knew more about his opponent than the opponent did about those who were on the other side of the battle line. And so I want to encourage you to study what the Bible uh, says about your enemy, the enemy of your soul. And then make sure that your thought life, your home, and your family are as secure as you can make them. Secure them in the anointing and in the power of Jesus Christ and his word. And I would add that knowing the enemy doesn't make you paranoid. It makes you smart and secure. Thanks for listening. Join me again next week.